Hello, world. Hello. Welcome to our very first episode. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. We are Chelsea and Catherine, and we're talking, talking about, about the no nos. Oh, yes, we did it. We did it. it. We are here to share our stories, experiences, and give a platform for others to talk about the no-nos. We are not medical or healthcare professionals. Anything you heard here is just based from our human experience. And should you have any medical or mental health challenges, we encourage you to seek professional support. Our content isn't suitable for children and please be aware it may be triggering. So today's first episode, we're just going to be talking about why we started the podcast and a little bit giving you guys a little bit of insight of our stories as well. And each episode before we start it, we have a thing called the quote bomb for the episode. We both really, really love quotes. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into that after I read our first one. And so the quote bomb just kind of sets the tone for the whole episode. And so here is today's putting your story into words will show the people who shared your struggle. They are seen and they are heard. Morgan Harper Nichols. Yes. So why did we pick that uh, quote for our first episode, Chelsea? Why did we pick that? So when I saw that and I read it, I was like, that's it. That's what we've talked about all these last few months. Um, this idea of sharing our stories and our struggles and letting people know they're not alone. Even though people have been through so many different circumstances, but those shared like human experiences of emotions and all of that to be able to be alongside people and be like, you're not alone. Like, right. These are the no-nos and like, let's talk about them. Let's bring light to these dark, dark places. Totally. And just like people's stories are such gems. Yes. They're powerful. They're so powerful. And I know personally for myself, when I wasn't able to be vulnerable with a lot of the stuff, hard no nos mm-hmm. in my life, mm-hmm. having other people uh, be at a stage in their healing where they were able to be open with their story right. was huge in my healing journey mm-hmm. and just gave me like just hope for that freedom to be able to not feel stuck mm-hmm. in my story. And so we both just really believe in hearing people's stories that are the real people that have gone through it Mm -hmm. and hearing how they healed and the struggles that they have and just the huge value that there is in it. And being vulnerable to articulate our stories and our emotions so that people that are maybe struggling to do that can be like, oh, like, okay. Because I feel like sometimes like you're talking about before you were in a place in your healing where you could share your story when you heard other people share it's like they give voice to the things you feel like you haven't been able to say or haven't been able to fully process Yeah, or putting words to things you didn't even know you had you're like you just put words to my feelings that i didn't even realize i had yes and unless people share those stories and share that like you don't get that from and there's something you know obviously as you heard in our disclaimer we're not professionals or anything like that Definitely not. There is something powerful about just hearing a regular person and like really how they did it. And the, you know, like, hey, this really helps. Just kind of the raw. Just the Mm -hmm. rawness of it. Yeah. So that's kind of our heart in this entire podcast is just the real rawness of hard topics. And we really want it to be hopeful, Mm -hmm. like a hopeful conversation about it. But um, but real. Yeah. You know, and honest and like the struggles and. Things in that journey, things that you're like we're still working through because it's not like we've, you know, we're still on earth. So we're never going to get past the point of pain. Right. So exactly. There's stuff that still comes up and you're like, man, this is hard. And other times you're like, oh, okay, like that's not as hard now. So totally. 
So the reason this all started, I'll start us off, Chelsea. Yeah, let's do it. So the reason this started is January of this year, um, I started a blog called Victor Not Victim. Mm -hmm. So I am, and you guys are going to hear my story. I'm the first story series on our podcast. So So episode two, episode two, you will hear my story. Mm -hmm. So I'm a sexual assault survivor, and when the whole Me Too movement came out, um, I really felt God just guiding me into being a voice right. into the movement and specifically to bring God's hope in it mm-hmm. and to bring um, more of like a hopeful voice, mm-hmm. not necessarily just the angry, which you should be angry, um, um, hopeless voice, mm-hmm. but to bring a little a, like more light to the darkness. Mm-hmm. Right. And so at the time I had a newborn baby. It was a first time mom, you know, uh, so very overwhelmed. And I was just yeah. like, I don't Go, know. Going through it. I go Right. And so I was like, man, and I'm also a working mom. I was like, how am I going to like normally when I was single, I would just go join a movement or an organization sure. or I was a, I'm a real doer. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I do. So I was like, I don't know. I have no time to do any of this. So I decided to, okay, I can use my voice mm-hmm. on a blog. Mm-hmm. I'm not a blogger, never blogged before. So it's probably very obvious if you look at my stuff. <laughs> But it's honest. It just really wasn't where I yeah. was at, right? Yeah. And so I started um, a blog and I just started telling my story. Mm-hmm. And I felt very guided by the Holy Spirit on like what t- subjects to talk about and um, started there. And, you know, I'm on Instagram mm-hmm. sharing my story on there as well. And so through that, um, me and Chelsea, who are sisters, by the way, sisters. We're sisters by marriage. Mm-hmm. My mom is married to her dad. Correct. And you'll hear in other episodes just the many layers of dysfunction for my, mostly my. For your family. For yeah. my family. So anybody listening that comes from like the real, real complicated dysfunctional family, I got your back. Yeah. So um, so we're sisters by, by marriage and we were swimming together in the morning. Mm-hmm. And at that time, Chelsea was also going through her own uh, trauma mm-hmm. journey. If you want to give a little insight on you that, real, insight? a little blurb on that so people so, know what we're talking about. Um, the past yeah year and a half, I've been on quite the journey of just like healing and recovering and processing and reconciling all of the ins, all the all the workings <laughs> of um, of just betrayal in my marriage and. Um, it's you know been a long thing over the years but um that will be more in the second series that we do that will be kind of my whole story and we'll get more into that and what that looks like and what that's been like for me um but yeah so i also had had a a baby last year Mm -hmm. um number three yes number three and that's kind of i had her just a couple months before i discovered this betrayal and so um, yeah, it's been, it's been it's rough. Been rough. <laughs> so been real rough. So at this time I was, you know, speaking out about my, right. um, about my abuse and giving, you know, having a voice in that movement. And she was just going through, you know, her journey of healing. Mm-hmm. And so we would talk about it. Right. Um, because those two subjects are definitely no, no subjects. Right. For sure. And, um, as you'll hear us say lots of times, like we tell you definitely have your safe people. These aren't things that you're going to tell everyone. Right. But, um, in that we just talked a lot in the mornings Mm -hmm. about just like the different struggles that come with being open about 
your trauma yeah and um the disappointments sometimes like what were triggers the triggers and um sometimes um having friendships that are disappointing yeah in the way that they handle like your hard things or Mm -hmm. you being open about something um and just had tons and tons of conversations that were awesome yeah and so that kind of birthed into hey we should totally, it started as a joke, but right. we're like, we should start a podcast and where talk we, about all these no-nos that no one wants to talk about. Now that let's just rip the bandaid off and talk about it all. So it kind of started as a joke, but then we both kind of immediately were like, no, this is kind of awesome. Yeah. This is kind of a great idea. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe it's great. Too. Well, we hope. We hope. <laughs> this is only our first episode. I mean, honestly, it it is. And I feel like such a commitment to it. And I feel like that that's something that um, has definitely been like written into our stories right. is to be sharing in this way. But on, I mean, it's kind of scary. It's totally scary. It's like really scary you know first two you're like is this is this a bad idea this might be like a really bad (laughs) idea i don't know i mean that's what's gone through my mind but i'm like okay no no like this is something i'm supposed to be doing and something i want to do not just like i'm like oh i feel like i have to do this this is definitely something i want to do and something that is sharing these stories and talking about these things has become a passion It's totally and absolutely. And kind of what we were saying in the beginning of the podcast is just like, hey, we want to showcase people's stories that Mm -hmm. are obviously willing to talk about the subjects that don't get talked about. Yeah. And that can be a voice for the voiceless in those more no-no topics. Right. right? And so I'm personally excited about it. <laughs> and not as scared maybe because I've already like just thrown all my junk on the internet already and this is maybe your first time. Yeah, that's true. But there you go. but um I already see like the value and like the he- the hope that it has brought people. Yeah. And the in the fact that God did call me to be vulnerable and that mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. was obedient into that. And so we're not perfect. Yeah. We don't do this for, this is the first no, time we've ever done no. this. So. Yeah, exactly. And but, I, I have felt that too. It's just my sharing has been more of like in a real life, Yeah, you know, face-to-face interaction versus just like the internet at large. I know. But, you know. No, no, no. I'm sure I'll be scared <laughs> when this actually airs, but it's okay. It's neither here nor there. But what's important to us, me and Chelsea personally, is like we just value people's stories. Yeah. And um, we want to be able to give a space for people that want to help other people in areas that aren't often talked right. about in yeah. a hopeful conversation. Yeah. Right. That's honest and raw. And so um, that's why we both were like, hey, this is a great kind of a great idea. And people can listen to this like in the privacy of their own home when right. they're ready for it. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, maybe not taken off guard hearing like, oh, I don't know what yeah. to do when you told me that. And so, um, and our, our hopes is that it's hopeful and that it's helpful and that we give you resources and that it just be an honest conversation where um, voices are heard that aren't yeah. normally heard. And maybe you start conversations with other people in your life too because of it. And one of the things that I think too is that when people share their stories and you hear different things and different experiences is it gives those words maybe the things that you didn't have the words for before, but it, it helps you. It's not just to give these stories of like, here's all of these like nitty gritty details. Like that's not it at all. But it's this experience because when you hear other people's experiences, one, you 
find out you're not alone. Yeah. Right. And so many times all those no-nos are so isolating. Absolutely. They isolate you so hard and they send you into shame and, yep. you know, all of these things is that you're not alone. So it brings you out of shame and also helps you move through some of those steps in healing. Cause maybe you hear something from someone that you're like, Oh, that's really helpful. Or I never thought about that that way, or I've never heard that this resource right. or whatever is available. And so when people right. sharing their stories, like we can glean healing from what other people have been through their experience absolutely and one of my one of my favorite things to do i don't know if favorite's the right word but we'll just go with it (laughs) (laughs) one of my favorite things to do as as a as a survivor of sexual assault is when um someone knows this about me especially now Mm -hmm. that i'm more open Mm -hmm. about it and they message me and like want me to give them recommendations of like hey what books helped you like i love being able to like be at a place in my journey of healing where I'm able to be like, hey, this book, Rid of All My Disgrace, mm-hmm. Rid, Rid of My Disgrace, sorry, by Justin Holcomb, and it um, like was helped me so much. Right. I love being able to give people resources yeah. that can help them and just advice and like, hey, this is what worked for me. Doesn't mean it's going to mm-hmm. work for you, but yeah. this is what's helpful for me. And so just being a place that just ha- hearing different stories of like, hey, this really helped me. Yeah. This book really kind of spoke to me and like helped me realize a lot of it. And also for me as a sexual assault survivor is having people hear it that aren't necessarily a survivor and learning more about it. Right. And learning how to be better um, friends to people that are and how to react to people. Mm -hmm. And as well as just learning about different difficult topics that we'll be talking about. And me personally, I'm excited to learn more about hard topics and Mm -hmm. how I can be a better support, a better friend, a better spouse. Right. A better mother, all those kind of things. So switching from the heavy stuff... (laughs) So let's, what are we switching to? Let's talk about our love of the quote bombs. Okay. Our love of the quote bombs. Yeah. Um, so I, me and Chelsea basically speak in quotes to each other. Yes. Not speak in quotes, but basically if you look the at... The written word. The written word. If you look at our Instagram like messages to each other, they're like nothing but quotes yeah. back and forth to each yeah. other. Um, and we text each other quotes all of yeah. the time. And we're, I'm just like, a, a good quote just gets me right in the heart. It does. Yeah. It really, it gets me through. It gets me yeah. through the day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we decided that we had to put this in the podcast. Like yeah, we had to like, make. We have to find some kind of space to really highlight these things that have been really important to us and things that we've found that were like, this is, this puts it like concise, right? Let me tell you a story of what a quote lover I am. Okay. Let's tell take, me. Let me have take I it, heard this story? No. Is this the think... first time? I don't know. Maybe. Let me just tell you how quotes get me through. Okay. When I would say, I don't know, this is a while ago now, like maybe 10 years ago. Wow. We're going back. We're going real back. Guys. Okay. It's 10 years ago. And I was just like going through it with the healing, especially mm-hmm. th- with um, my sexual assault stuff. I definitely was not in a place where I was telling anybody and, you know, just in a dark kind of place. I had these two quotes from John Piper. That I stuck on my bathroom mirror. Yes. And it I literally read it every day, like mm-hmm. multiple times, and it got me through yeah? life. And if you're lucky, I'll post them to our Instagram, the quotes. <laughs> wow. If we're lucky. If okay. you guys are lucky, because I can't I can't I don't know it at the top of my head because it's been a while. <laughs> but that's how much of a quote lover I am. Man, I need them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to get a little bit nerdy on it, but um, that's that's just how we'll go. You'll be the passion. I'll be the nerd. Um, yes. 
is it rewires your brain. And that is an important part that we'll talk about in your healing journey and as well in mine has been a huge part of mine of rewiring your brain because when your brain is in trauma and you get stuck in these like cycles of thinking that are just like they're crazy making because you can't like it's like you feel like you can't get unstuck from what you're thinking through and stuff like that like affirmations and quotes and learning that kind of stuff it paves new neural pathways in your brain to allow you to move past some of that stuff and to store information differently so that it's not constantly coming up as like a trigger. And so you're, you're replacing those things with things that are healthy and good for you. And your brain is totally made to do that. It's called neuroplasticity. Oh man, nerd up. That's been a huge thing for me. Learning about that has given me a lot of hope of the fact that like my brain can change and heal and my brain can do stuff and it takes practice but that practice of doing it every day like you're talking about yeah I did that and I mean super helpful and I'll have just like those hard like years of life where you're like that whole year was just like yeah a terrible year Mm -hmm. I'll have like a bible verse that was like man that bible verse I read I needed that verse every day so Mm -hmm. so uh to make a short story long we love us some quotes we do we do and so you will be hearing quote bombs from us and if you follow our ig we'll be uh We'll be bombing it up. We'll be be sending out those quote bombs. We'll be quote bombing it up. Okay, Chelsea, this might surprise you. Okay. But I think in a really good way. Okay. So to get people to understand us better, um, there's this little thing called the Enneagram. Oh, no. You're going to bring it up. I thought we were going to keep it a secret. This is why. And see. I know. Who would bring it up without us talking about it? I know, but we're bringing it up. Oh, of course. You can't. You can't. You can't be negative um, about okay, it, Okay, but can I be honest? You can be honest. Okay, so this whole Enneagram phenomenon. Mm-hmm. We, That's what, pushing it what a do little you wanna, bit. But. <laughs> what do you want to call it? So I'm just going to say, I'm a, am I a seven wing eight? Is that what you think? That, I don't know it very well. I mean, well. it's really about what you think. Oh, shoot. Yeah. I, see, I don't know it very well. Chelsea knows it. But I just feel like <laughs> if we say what we are, I think I'm a seven wing eight. Some my twin brother told me that he thinks I'm an eight. So okay. just do whatever with that. As do you want me to say what I am? No, tell me what you think I am. Okay, so with the Enneagram, you're not allowed to type other people. Okay, well, just break the rules. Okay, because it's about your core motivation. Oh, man. Yes, but no, I I can totally see that. I can see the, the seven wing. wing. But okay. some okay, so for some people, and I was actually just reading an Enneagram book before we started podcasting. So you know, yes. that's how I roll. But there's some people, it takes them years to really figure out, to, like, land on what their their primary number is. Okay, well, okay? when I read all the things... So, you, it might take you a little bit. But if you feel like you really strongly resonate with the seven... I resonate with the seven. You're, you're the one who would know. I resonate with the seven. So, any of you Enneagram lovers out there, I think I'm a seven. I think I'm a seven with a wing eight. Yeah, Chelsea, what are you? I am a social two... With a one wing. I don't even know what that... So The social? Yeah. That throws a whole other... I've never it, heard that. There's a lot of layers you don't know about because you've just been too busy hating on it. I know. Oh, you guys, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I am known as the Enneagram assassin just for okay, comedy. So for people who know the Enneagram, because she's a seven, she's an Enneagram troll. 
So (laughs) it's part it's part of her being a seven. I just feel like it's funny. And I but people aren't going to understand that unless they know. the. I think it's funny. But I honestly, honestly see the value in it. And I get it. Yes. And there is a lot of value. It's just I'm not obsessed with it. But I love that it's like a thing right now. She loves to give people who are obsessed with it a hard time. Yes, absolutely. And maybe like offend them, but I don't really want to offend them. Oh, but you do. I've had them. some awkward moments, and I really apologize to anybody that have offended because I really don't want to. Because they are probably listening to this, so <laughs> I because really they care about you. I know. I'm such a horrible seven. Is our sevens horrible human beings? No, I'm no just one's like horrible, I'm totally, horrible human. I'm, you listen. I just yeah. assassinated all the sevens. Listen. Yes. I just brought this up because it's like a funny thing in our relationship. Yes. That I, now, I thought you, we were going to wait and our, see who brought it up I to just, like guess our type. I thought it would be fun to talk and about. And they were going to get a prize. I know, but you know what? We'll so s- now you just root. Now we have to come up with another reason to give someone a prize for no reason. I just felt like it would be helpful for the listeners. To it is. Understand Maybe to our, relate. Yeah. Right. To understand our personalities. Yes. And I thought it would be like a fun shack. I'm sure this is such a seven of me to shock you in the moment. Oh, yeah. It's is okay. it? I have been through a lot, so nothing really shocks me. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just like, oh, this is where we're going. All right. All right. But I will say, so this does relate, though, to our podcast. I am a two. The two is the helper. Yes. So I am wired, like wired at every part of my being to help people, to share my experience, like to create relationships that are helpful to people. So that is like a huge thing for me. And that's part of two is in for me with the podcast is like that's an element to who I am is to bring this out and say I want to I want to help people I want God to purpose my pain that's been my prayer for the past year and a half so I love that here I am I'm not a two but I also do want to help people (laughs) in the seven way you can want to help people anyway but what I'm saying is like at the core of who I am that's like a driving driving force is very others focused me and Chelsea um I love um like we get along super great and I love how different we are. And mm-hmm. that's why I love doing this podcast with her because I feel like we get, you get two very different perspectives. Sure. Yeah. And I just love it. I've loved doing it. And I um, hope that you guys see that this is all in jest yes. about the Enneagram. Yes. No, but it's I, all in fun. But if people do want to like really talk about it and dive into it, then just message us, like message me about it. I'm, totally, message, I'm there. Message I'm there. Chelsea. Yeah. Because I don't know as much. I'll make sure that Catherine doesn't reply. <laughs> I will reply. So what else before we finish up this or just kind of get to know us on why we did it? What's, What's the, your favorite ice cream flavor? Not our favorite ice cream flavor. I was going to no. say... Say what your favorite ice cream flavor is. You want to know what? It really is vanilla, which is like the most boring thing to say. But if I had like in a vanilla milkshake... Sure. Like I'm picking vanilla every time. Wow. Sure. Chocolate's good. Mm-mm. But I I'm can't. just I'm just a... Uh, what is it? Vanilla bean ice cream lover? Mm. I don't know. I get it. What about you? I like it kind of complicated. I'm like... I like texture and I like salty in there too. So I would probably be like a dark chocolate with like a salty peanut butter in there and then some like pretzel thrown in for the crunch. Yeah. I mean, I like all that stuff too. No, but like that would be like it. Okay. If I had the choice between like vanilla or not eating ice cream, I would probably just pick not. Not because I dislike (laughs) vanilla, but like I don't care about ice cream that much. Okay. Okay. But if there was that like chocolate peanut butter with some pretzel on there, I couldn't resist it. I like how complicated that answer was. Yeah. Um, 
another kind of silly thing about us that I don't know. This might resonate with somebody. We both really love purple. We do. Purple. We, we love it. And there's just not a lot of purple lovers out there. No. And so I feel like I just feel like our listeners need to know that me and Chelsea are both purple lovers. We are. And then to kind of like f- our last final thing that we'll say. Do you need to shock me again? Yeah, I might shock you. No, this isn't that shocking. <laughs> okay. Um, why don't you tell why don't we tell our listeners what podcast we like are Ooh. listening to? See, that would have been good to know in advance, though. So then I wouldn't like no, bum, bumble start, over it. I'll start. So I am a huge stand-up comedian lover. And I hate and stand-up she hates comedy. It. But that's okay. This is why it's not funny. This is why we're a great team. Um, it's so funny and I love it. I, I live for it. So like my favorite podcast, is, I'm also a weird posca- pa- podcaster where I really like the YouTube podcast. The videos? The video. Yeah. I really like okay. the videos, yeah, yeah. right? And I know that that's like for my other... We've talked about doing that, but I don't know about my commitment level to like not wearing. Oh no! Like if you saw if you right saw now. what we were wearing right yeah, now, you would you would not want a video. You of wouldn't us. want to watch. Yeah. No. Um. So, kind of my favorite podcast right now is Tiger Belly, and I it's have no this idea because you're just not gonna know it because it's yeah. all stand-up comedians. And I'm probably not gonna find out. And <laughs> there's this, and it's this comedian Bobby Lee, and it's just really about nothing, but it's so funny and lame, and I love it. It's not lame. It's just silly, right? Okay. And I love that. And I love to like just turn my brain off with okay. like stand up comedy. And then the other one that I'm really, really loving right now that literally no one's going to know about, it's another stand up comedian. And it's called Take Off Your Shoes. And this guy, what is his name? I think his name is Rick Glassman. Shoot. It's Take Off Your Shoes. I don't know 100% his name. I am just <laughs> saying right now, this guy is going to be so fit. He is going to be a huge star. He's so random and hilarious, and his podcast is so funny. So anyways, that's my two cents. That's yours. Okay. I am all about turning my brain on with podcasts, I guess, and pretty much everything else, but that's just, that's who I am. I really like some food podcasts, which I haven't been listening to as much lately because I'm like on this whole other journey, but the BBC's food podcast, which is called Food Program with an E, is really good. It's like narrative form of like food podcasting. So for the foodies out there, I'm throwing that to them. Love um, it. Typology is another podcast that is a Enneagram podcast. I say, by, you better be saying an Enneagram, Enneagram podcast, Chelsea. Um, it's really good, really well done. Um, it's by the author for The Road Back to You, which is Ian Cron. Um, who's also a therapist. And so he's just like, he's great. And he's great at interviewing and doing podcasts. So that podcast is great. Um, Annie F. Downs, That Sounds Like Fun, who's a seven. I like her podcast. Um, Dream Big, Bob Goff. I've been listening to his podcast a lot lately. And Reply All. So I I really like Gimlet Media's, like their production stuff they do to do. Reply All is kind of like a tech adventure podcast i don't know how to how to describe it but they basically take all these like technology things and turn them into like something journal like journalistic where they take like oh have you ever tried to like find out who the person that's like calling you on scam calls actually is and like they track them down and actually go to like the country to meet the per like just like crazy things or like 
Yeah. So they go down these rabbit holes of stuff like that or just like, oh, like, is it true that like is your phone listening to you? It is listening like, to so you. So they get into all that. So it is. It it's is. a great podcast. It's it's fun. They do it super well. Nice. It's it's good. I feel like I need to take a deeper dive into podcast, to be honest. The other my other podcast I either listen to sermons mm-hmm. or I listen to stand up comedians podcasts. It's Those quite, are quite quite the mix. That's the mix. Um <laughs> and so I do want to say my the um podcast which is basically just the sermon from it's Passion City, D.C. with Ben Stewart mm. has literally been like, I feel like God has been like speaking to me through that, through my all of my blog and all mm. that stuff. And so that's the other one. But other than that, I'm turning it off with some stand up comedy. Yeah. But I just feel like I, that I would listen be, to a lot of podcasts. So. I feel like that would have, that's just like interesting for our listeners to know about yeah. us. So um, if you're still listening, which we <laughs> hope you are, uh, we just want to say welcome to our here we go. Here we go. Welcome yeah. to our podcast. We're happy you're here and we hope you like it. Yeah, we're going to be talking about those no-nos. So you can connect with us on Instagram at talking about the no-nos. You can email us at talking about the no-nos at gmail.com. And we end every episode with telling people, find your safe people to talk about the no-nos with. So there you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs>